They showed up, many of them, right there on my block. And, and just and we did respect social distancing for those that are wondering. But uh, just the outcome uh, was just was just touching. And so I, I thank you all. Um, look, I don't take any of this for granted. Uh, by way of secret talk. 
did not want to do is I did not want to put any numbers to this. I, I didn't want to, um, one day, you know, maybe the Lord leads, we'll look at that. But I think I have to be careful in saying, um, I need so I need you to be praying 15 minutes a night. I need you to be praying four hours a night. I, I, I'm not after that. Uh, but what, uh, what I'm looking for uh, through the Holy Spirit is that our, our conversation improves with the Lord. Uh, look, we've got some folks that uh, they sit down and Pray for three, four hours, and they're still not going to make it into the So it's not necessarily the amount. Now, on the flip side of that, if you don't pray at all, then you might have to take a look at the relationship and really look at are you truly a child of God. So I'm not saying that you can go well without your business and not look at prayer. He calls us to pray. Scripture calls us to pray. So that's why we're taking this seriously. So, so the goal is going to be to improve. Our conversation uh, with the Lord and improve our conversation with, with God and, and look. We will say, how do we put numbers to it? Because I know some of us are we like numbers and uh, I look better because this is increased or whatever. You will know if your relationship with the Lord has grown or not. Um, you know if the, if the fruit of the Spirit is increased in you. There's a, there's a spirit about you when you're in tune, when you're in tune with the Lord. So I, I will be, throughout this study, uh, reminding us again that our goal is to improve our conversation, our conversation time with God. Um, a, few, a few things, and, and I won't be long this evening, uh, a few things that I want to look at as it relates to the introduction. Uh, ask yourself, and, and I'm asking myself as well, why is prayer intimidating? Why is prayer? Why is prayer intimidating? All right? Think about that. Um, and then, uh, for many of us, when we think about it, we tend to say, to say the same old thing about the same old thing. But how many of us, if we're being honest, uh, how many of us in the, in the last week or so found ourselves praying, and then you wake up about five, six minutes later, and you don't know what you said? Much of that, uh, now, following speaking prayer may not be the worst thing in the world, but, but a lot of that is because we're just saying the same thing over and over and over again. And one of these Sundays, I, I'll preach, if you will, on the posture of prayer. When we look at it, we're going to be looking at the, the text, Matthew 6, 9 through 13. But if you look uh, right before that, uh, you'll, you'll see the passage on, on, on uh, what you're not supposed to do when you pray. It talks about hypocrites and it talks about Adam. And uh, if we're honest, most of us are babblers. And we just say the same thing over and over again. One of the things that I'll, I'll draw some nuggets out of um, throughout this throughout this study is Donald, someone provided, uh, one, of, uh, one of my preaching friends out in, in Consolidated provided a copy of this for me uh, years ago. It's by Donald S. Whitten. It talks about praying the Bible. And one of the, one of the it's a great reads, a short read, one of the more fascinating reads that I've had, and in fact, I've read through it again. But that again is called Praying the Bible. And one of the things that Mr. Whitney talks about is that many of us get caught up in rote prayers and saying stuff over and over again. And, and uh, to be honest, we bore 
prayer. And so, um, again, let's, when we talk about prayer, we, when we talk about our in, the intimacy uh, with the Father, uh, we're really talking about uh, the workings of the Spirit uh, within us. You have to be very careful if you're a child of God. Uh, don't tell anybody that you don't like to pray. Um, you don't, don't do that. It's almost when I, when I hear young people say, I don't or anybody say, I don't like to read. I told them, don't ever say that again. Don't let anybody know that you don't like to read. You, you go back and do what you have to do and improve. Same thing with your walk. Um, it doesn't, you know, if you're struggling and you need a prayer partner, that's one thing. But don't tell anybody that you love the Lord and, and, you, uh, and you, but you don't like to pray because that's, a, uh, that's an anomaly. Uh, Ephesians 1 and 13 says this, In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of, the tr of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And so uh, when we become children of God, and, and we won't uh, touch on it too much, when we become children of God, we're sealed. We're sealed by that Holy Spirit. And, 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 and the Holy Spirit literally works in the life of the believer. And, and you, can't, you can't have a relationship. And we'll talk about uh, the relationship of the child and, and the father, if you will. You can't have a real relationship uh, with a parent and not talk to them. So if, if you're one of those that say, I can be a Christian and not talk to the Lord, uh, then, then this study right here is going to show you that indeed that can uh, one thing that we want to keep in mind is that God is big enough to handle what comes from an honest heart. Uh, a lot of us, um, we try to censor our prayers. And, and, and that, uh, now I do think we'll talk about next week a little bit more. We'll talk about um, uh, respecting, if you will, respect the sovereignty of, of God. How it, and we'll look at that next week. Uh, but, but when you talk about uh, the Father, look, He already knows what's on your heart. And, and, and one thing that, that we need to be encouraged in our prayer life is to be transparent and be honest, honest with God. Uh, most, of, most of us, uh, we, we even lie in our prayers, and that's, a, and that's a problem. Give God permission to move me to where I am, where I am not. God's kindness and ways of love move us. So again, uh, this idea of, of prayer um, is, is actually giving God permission uh, to, to work to work on my situation. Romans 2 and 4 says this, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? And so literally the goodness of God uh, leads me to where I need to be at. Now that includes, uh, that includes discipline um, as well. And so even in my, in my prayer life, I'm literally giving God permission to work to work on my situation. I, I say it all the time. Um, look, if you, one of the worst things you can pray is God get me right. If you're not really ready for that, you don't want to say that. You, you want to be you want to be ready uh, because he is going to, uh, if indeed he, he honors that, and he will. Um, if you are a child of God, then you want to go through some stuff. And so, so giving God permission to move, move me to where I, I am not right now. And then the last point as far as the introduction is a Childlike prayer is the first step into stepping into the water of faith. So my first step, if I'm talking about going out on faith, is, is a childlike prayer. The illustration, if you look at Matthew 18 or Matthew 19 and 14, 
not forbid them. For such is the kingdom of heaven. So childlike prayers, childlike faith, that's the first step if we're talking about stepping out into the, into the water, if you will, of faith. And so let's look at this, uh, let's look at our, our, our text that we're going to be looking at uh, for the next eight weeks or so. I'm going to read it in its entirety. Uh, this is going to be, you, you might have heard um, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, a good Bible student, that you won't refer to that as the Lord's Prayer. Uh, that could be the Disciples' Prayer. Uh, I've heard folks say the Our Father um, Prayer. Um, but uh, in most circles that I've, I've, I've been a part of, it's been known as the Model, the model Prayer. Um, so so just, just, just keep that in mind, and we'll speak. We'll speak more on that. But in Matthew, the sixth chapter, and verses 9 through 13, you'll hear these words. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. One, from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Again, I read that from the New King James Version. You may have, depending on your version, be a little different, but it's the same. should be the same, same idea. And so I want to look uh, in, the, in the first section of this. I want to look at our Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven. And again, uh, we'll, we'll use uh, some of the nuggets, if you will, from this our Father in, in heaven, the first, the first part. When you, when you look at this, uh, the question uh, that comes to mind is first is who can pray our Father? Who can pray our Father? Uh, when we look at this, and you all are Bible students, um, there's a reason that we have this family setting right here. And really that family setting is throughout Scripture. You know, Paul uses it, and, and Paul offers uh, much of the New Testament. But there's a reason, there's a reason that, that, that we have this family setting right here. We have, we have God uh, who, who, who is literally uh, pictured as the Father. And, and um, if, if I were doing it and I had the time, I, I, I would have probably started um, with, the, with the prodigal son. And you all are Bible students, you can take a look at that on your own. Um, but when you talk about the prodigal son, uh, it, draws, it draws vivid pictures. Of that father and that and that father, that loving father, to that son, the prodigal son, who, um, who who does not, of course, you know that represents that represents us. Uh, you don't want to be the other son. You better hope the prodigal son represents you. But um, uh, we see that loving father, uh, in spite of the son's messing up, uh, the, the father is there waiting for him, and, and that's a that's a great picture. Uh, for us uh, throughout this throughout this study. So who can pray our Father? Uh, the first thing that you have to understand when you're talking about a Father setting, and you're even talking about the Father setting in, in this right here, is that you've got to love Jesus. And some, of, some of you are looking at this and saying, well, hold on, where, where's that at? In John, the 8th chapter, <coughs> verse 42, this is Jesus. Jesus said to them, if God were your Father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. 
if God were your father, you would love me. So that's Jesus. That's Jesus right there saying that, that, that a clear sign of you being a child of God is that you love the one he sent. And see, the problem uh, 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 for, for most of us, and, and look, I, I know it's, uh, um, it's, uh, it's cute now. A lot of us will, will, will believe, uh, you know, you'll hear, I believe in God, but I don't necessarily believe in Jesus. And, and, and so many of us have, have gotten to the point where we've created our own God. And, 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 and that right there is idolatry. Jesus is clear. He said, if, if you love the Father, Father, if you love the God of Scripture, then you've got to love the one He sent. He sent, he sent Jesus. So, so when I look at this model prayer, and, and keep in mind, Jesus said, uh, Jesus uh, is outlining the, the uh, parts of the prayer. Now, it's, it's not a bad prayer to learn. Most of us, this is the first thing we learn. And so I don't want anybody to feel ashamed for learning this prayer. This is a, this is a great start right here. Uh, but these are the elements of our prayer. This is what our prayer life should have elements of these next six, seven weeks that we'll go through. It shouldn't be that this is the only prayer that we say over and over again. Keep in mind, um, the, the Gentiles, um, uh, at this, and at this point, uh, you, you've got to understand that, that, that when we talk about Gentile, we're not, you got to know where you're at in Scripture. We're Gentiles, so I'm not coming down on Gentiles. Uh, but at this point, the word, the word was still, with, with the exception of a few uh, Gentiles, the word uh, uh, was, was still being dealt with the Jewish household. And, and so when you talk about the Gentiles in this sense, you're talking about idolatry, those who, who, who follow little Jews, little gods. And they babbled and said it over and over again. Repetition, repetition over and over again. And that's and, and that's not that's not prayer. That, that's not that's not prayer. And so so who can pray our Father? You've got to first love love the Lord. You got to love Jesus. All right. And so um, I, I heard I heard a, a preacher say a long time ago. Uh, there's a clear divide on who can literally pray our Father. And and and, and he said uh, uh, for those that do not know the Lord, they're literally they make only petitions. And what he was talking about, he was talking about. There is not that father and son relationship. A father and child relationship. So who can pray our father? It's one that, that loves Jesus. One thing that we have to keep in mind that in Jesus' time, God was seen as distant and harsh. And so uh, and you can see that even in, in many of the Old Testament um, um, stories that we go through. We'll, we'll take a look at some of those as well, if be his will. Uh, but, but some of what... Or, what Jesus is talking about is radical. You know, and, that, and that's one reason why the Pharisees uh, went at him so hard is because he disrupted their economy. They had the Pharisees, you talk about rope prayers, they had stuff in place where, where they had prayers set for this, they had repet repetition, they had babbling and all that set for this, this, and this. And Jesus is coming and saying, no, that's not even, that's not even He's telling the leaders of the church that what you've been doing and what you've set up, that's, that's, that's nothing but a world stuff. And so you see, you see why he creates a clear, a clear divide. Is because he's now coming and saying that this, this God of Abraham, this God of the forefather, this God uh, of Isaac, this God right here, is that he, he's, he's, a, he's a, a kind God who desires a relationship 
right here that even in the midst of that, there's, a, there's an intimacy that, that you can see. Um, we were created in the image of God. And so for us to, um, to have a, to call ourselves Christians and call ourselves this and that and not have a relationship and not desire a relationship with God through prayer, um, that, is a, that, is a, that is a misstep. So Jesus himself uses our Father. And so we, many times we go in prayer wanting and we miss that we are a small piece of a large part. Look, this, they do a fantastic job with this. And I heard John Piper, who's a great preacher, as well, was touched on this. But this I, uh, we miss the pronouns um, in this. If you look uh, throughout this, it's our Father. <coughs> Excuse me, it's we forgive, our debtors. And so you're, uh, you're really seeing the communal aspect in this prayer, and you really see um, the, 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 the proper pro, uh, posture, if you will, that we should have. In our, in our prayer. See, many of us, we get started off on the wrong on the wrong foot. Number one is because we don't recognize first who, who the prayer is going to. You know, the, the one, um, one thing I, uh, I, I learned uh, from one of my mentors is that one thing you do when you, when you come into the church, you pause. And, and I've learned to do that. I've been perfect, but the, most of the time I try to do that. Look, you've got to be careful. I might after any of your music and, and all that's fine. But you, you, you pause. You pause just a little bit before you come in. Same thing with prayer. You pause. You pause a little bit and recognize. And I pause a little bit and recognize who I'm talking to. There's, there's, uh, I'm talking to the God who formed the world.
a perfect discipline or a perfect guidance. Um, I'll say this, and, and I'm not a psychologist, but but many of us, and, and you're not going to be able to have that excuse when you go before the Lord, but many of us uh, wrestle with this idea of a heavenly father uh, because we struggle with our relationship with our earthly father. And, and I'm not... Thank you. 
36, and I'll read, I'll go to 35, and it says he went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, this is Jesus, I, the Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but you will. But your will. Romans 8 and 15. Again, we're talking about this, this relationship. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage and into fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. In Galatians 4 and 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Abba, Father. And so again, you see, you see the emphasis right here on, on God and the care that he has for his son. Uh, and we talked about in, in, in Romans, we looked a little bit at this idea, no, not a little bit, quite a bit, this idea of adoption. And, and, and I don't pretend to be a, uh, an expert when it comes to law, but, but I do know uh, that, that once we're talking about papers and all that signed for adoption, and you have rights, the same rights that any other child in that house would have. And so through the work of Jesus Christ, we have the awesome privilege of coming to God, just like you. So we, we, like you and I, uh, we, we need to we need to look a little bit closer at our, at our prayer life. When we talk about this idea of our Father in heaven. We don't just, we don't just fly over that. That there should be a pause when we look when we look at that. Look at uh, Matthew uh, 23, 23 and 9. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in, in heaven. John 1 and, and 12 through 13. Again, we're talking about this relationship. But as many received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Again, that was John, the first chapter, 12 through 13. This shows our relationship. Our relationship to, to God and, and, and the problem uh, with, with, uh, with us when it comes to our, our, our lack in the prayer life is we forget the relationship we have to our Father. Um, one, of, one of the things, um, uh, when you talk about Father, um, look, when we talk about, and, and I'll, use, I'll use my own children, I use my own children, there's some things I already know the answer. Use that. I know what the answer I'm going to give to. I know if I'm going to, most of the time, I know if I'm going to get this or get that. But I still, because it's part of their maturation, and it's part of our growth, and it's part of our relationship, I still want them to come to me in the right way. I want them to be respected in the way that they do it. I, I want to see that they're going to appreciate this or that. And, then, and then I'm not saying that, that, 
Dr. Peoples used to say this. He said, uh, when you talk about prayer, you're really talking about thinking the thoughts of God. And this is going to go back to what I was talking about praying the scripture. That's one of the more effective ways we can learn how to pray is learn how to pray through through scripture. Learn how to pray through the Psalms. Uh, learn how to pray Psalms 23. And that will, that will uh, spice up, if you will. I, I hate that
God had to touch. Make sure we understand this. Um, he had to touch us first. And because he touched us, we have an opportunity at a, at a relationship. And when you talk about the relationship, see, many of us, if we've tried, we've tried to feel, and, I, and I've talked about that Genesis account, we've tried to feel what was meant. See, there's a, there's a compartment within us that, that, that only God can feel. And only that relationship with big G, big God can feel. And we've tried to put little G's in there. And, uh, and we wonder why our prayer life has not been where it needs to be. Because we've not not understood what that part our father really means. So as we tackle this again, I pray that you take a look at this entire account. Uh, we're going to break it down, so we'll have a, a couple of weeks to look at this, but go ahead and be looking at that. Um, take a look for those that are at Cedar Top. Take a look at the Right Now Media and look at weeks one and two. Um, the application for the week is going to be how does knowing God is our loving father change the way we communicate with him. And so while you're going through this week and you're looking at your prayer, um, there's some of the stuff that we talked about when we talked about the relationship and, and us being true children of God. How does that change where my prayer life is right now to where it should, it should be? One quote and we'll, we'll get out of here. God is good. God is safe. He is our Father. God, again, we just thank you. We thank you that we get another chance at this, Father God. We're praying that as we move through this these next few weeks, Father God, that our, our relationship with you, our, our, our alone time with you, Father God, uh, will not only be intentional, uh, but it will be fruitful. And so, Father God, right now, work on our prayer lives, Father God. Uh, sit us down if you have to, Father God. And we're praying that as, as, uh, as good children, uh, that we come to you. Open, open hearts, Father God, and ready to be filled with your marvelous, marvelous words. So God, again, we just say thank you. Bless all those that have joined us uh, for this lesson. Bless this church. So in your God, Son, Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen.